and siren, he reached for the two-way radio. This is Adams. Any units south of Guilford, come back. Sorry, Chief, the voice of the Laconia Police Department dispatch officer replied. Everyone else is out patrolling around Winnipesaukee. Do you require state police assistance? Adams worked his jaw irritably. No, Charlie, it's just a speed stop. Looked like a couple of kids. Out. He slammed the radio back in its cradle and gripped the wheel determinedly. Oh, fuck. Terry saw the cop veer around and come after him. Although it wasn't one of the regular white and blue LPD sedans he had encountered on previous trips to the cabin, it was almost certainly a local. While Laconia was officially a city, he knew the local cops could work you over just as well as the good old boys in some small Alabama backwater. And he still had unresolved issues with the LPD. Shit. No way was tonight going to be ruined. No way. Putting his foot down flat on the accelerator, the Dodge easily pulled away from the lumbering Bronco. Terry hoped the cop had not been able to make out his plates in the early evening light. The traffic grew heavier the closer the two vehicles got to the center of town. Ducking, weaving, and swerving, Terry began to overtake wildly. He pushed his car hard, but so far it was taking all he could dish out. After rounding a tight bend that he knew led to several other chicanes, Terry left the road and turned onto a dirt laneway that joined the main access road for Lake Opechee. Coming to an abrupt halt amid a thick outcrop of trees, he killed the engine and the lights. With the thrill of relief washing over him, he saw the Bronco go speeding past without slowing. It would be miles before the cop emerged onto a straight section of roadway and realized what had happened. By then, Terry would be at the cabin, getting drunk and getting laid. Life was good. Hell, life was sweet. Terry restarted the engine and began to rumble slowly down the laneway. Janice stirred beside him. He was amazed she had not woken earlier. We nearly there, baby? she asked, her voice light and silky. Nearly, he replied, his eyes on the road. Go back to sleep. You're going to need your energy when we get there. She laughed at that. You should be so lucky. A dark-colored Chevy sat hidden amid the trees on the opposite side of the laneway. The man at the wheel started up the engine, and with the headlights off, began slowly tailing the Dodge. Away from the glare of streetlights, it was almost impossible to see. And that was precisely what its driver wanted. When the young couple finally pulled into an unlit driveway, the Chevy drove past and followed a bend. Executing a tight U-turn, the driver pulled onto the shoulder of the road and eased the car into the shade of some overhanging trees. It would not do for any nosy locals to take note of the car's make and license plate number. Not that the information would be of much use. Like the driver's license in the man's wallet, the plates were fake, stolen to be more exact just as the Chevy had been. They had been stolen the day before from the long-term parking lot at the airport near Claremont. The driver's license and the plates were good enough to pass casual inspection, but probably wouldn't stand up under scrutiny. That scrutiny was to be avoided at all costs. Caution was second nature to this man. He was a systematic individual. The only random part of his plan was the choice of the couple in the Dodge. 
But even this was not incidental. He had followed others that afternoon from his hiding place at the laneway, but none had come all the way down the road to the lakeside, and none were going to use a cabin on their own. Large families were undesirable, too many variables to cover. An isolated couple was best. They could be controlled. It fit the profile. Perfect. The man watched from the darkness as Terry jumped out of the car to unlock the rusty iron gates and ease them open. Moving hurriedly, he got back in the car and drove down the path towards the cabin. Rubbing his sore eyelids delicately with his fingertips, the man decided it would not be imprudent to remove his contacts. With a careful, steady hand, he took out the tinted lenses that made his eyes appear the same dark brown shade featured on the driver's license he carried.